U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 22 hours, 7 minutes, 45 seconds. Universal Time, 2 hours, 7 minutes, 57 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 22 hours, 8 minutes, exactly. Universal Time, 2 hours, 8 minutes, 5 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. Many kinds, where can we start? We like them dumb and we like them smart. I like the ones with the pretty eyes. Well, I like all kinds of guys. Stop. What happened? How about the ones we especially like? Which ones? You know, the ones with the cars go. It is June 8, 2022, and this is the Doctor Whoever Project. we got a full show today for you. A lot's going on. We're going to try to catch you up on what you've missed right here with Mr. Jesse and Doctor Whoever. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the butt. This is Doctor Whoever. Hey, Doctor Whoever, let's get this show on the road. Boom. Well, hello over there, Mr. Jesse. Ten. What's up? How are you? Almost Nine. knocked my little uh. Eight. Almost knocked my little Seven. sound effects board right off the table Six. over here, right off the desk. Let <laughs> me bring that a little closer to me. Let me bring that a little closer. Yes. No, not at all. I'm actually chilling. Very chilling. I, I'm not even wasn't even paying attention. That's why you mm. know. I, I like that we. Are getting a nice early start to the week, you know. It doesn't feel like we have to cram everything in at the last minute of the week, and uh, then we end up with like the longest show in the world. <laughs> well, let's get into it. What have you been doing this past week? I know you've done some interesting things. Uh, it's been busy, but a happy Pride to you, also. Oh yes, happy Pride everywhere, I guess. But here in Vegas, we don't officially celebrate till October, but. It's Pride Month all over the world, right? Or is it just it an is. American thing? It's world <laughs> no, all over the it's world. Global. Yeah. I heard a lot of people bitching about, like, rainbows being everywhere, um, and some people were talking about, like, well, gays don't own the rainbow. I mean, eh, yeah, but, like, it's like America doesn't own red, white, and blue, like, but it's it's an association, and we can't help but the gay people are just very artistic and creative and out there, you know? <laughs> I wish I wish every single homophobe a very uncomfortable month. <laughs> Yes, I love it. I love it. Well, let's get into some. Let's get into the top five for today, Mister Jesse. How about that? Let's go. What has been going on since we've had our last show? Let's get right into it. Well, in China, it looks like they're releasing their people, Jesse. 
Shanghai workers cheer as COVID lockdowns end. I saw footage of people running to the airports, trying to get on trains, trying to get the hell out of there, or just get the hell out of wherever they've been for the for the past couple months, right? It's true. So the lifting of the, the lockdown means a return for work for more than 25 million in the city. Mm. Uh, well, for others, it means escaping the workplace because uh, they were locked down in their workplace, so they continue to do the work. Oh, God. After two long months, anti-COVID shutdowns are ending, and many workers are happy just to get back to work and also happy to see those family or friends they haven't seen in a while. Can you imagine being stuck at your, stu- at your co-workers oh. if you don't like them? My God, it would be <laughs> miserable. Oh. Yeah, I don't like anybody. I couldn't imagine stuck with anybody but you or Mr. Odie for too long. Good correction. Good correction. It's true. It's so true. Well, this story just keeps going on. Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, that that trial is over uh, finally. It was kind of a, a cluster F, but she ended up kind of coming out as the loser um, and kind of a victim, I guess people are saying. But the big thing I took from this case is that someone was basically sued for millions of dollars for writing an opinion piece about a public figure. I think that has interesting ripple effects down the way. What do you think? Well, I mean, I didn't follow this story. I mean, I think, like many Latinos, they really care too much. Um, but, but I agree with you. Is you don't want to watch some rich people argue about who pooped on the bed? No, I really could care less. <laughs> um, but yeah, I find it interesting. I mean, it does have a lot to say with you know what you can say and mm-hmm. have published. And I'm so curious whether or not it's the opinion piece because it's not so much an opinion when when people believe that it's to, to be factual and you're actually married to the person. So I'm kind of curious to see, you know, I mean, how much that plays a part. But I don't, I don't think she wrote it. I don't think she wrote it when she was married to him. I think she wrote this after the fact. Yeah, but I mean, and still, you're you're a credible witness. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's not really an opinion. You're stating true. F- somewhat your facts are good. Or good example. Believe, In know? my face, sucker. All right. Well, what about this gas prices, Jesse? Like, did you see the the one service station that was charging like ten dollars in California, but it was like just like a repair shop kind of thing? It wasn't really a gas station. It was getting it is getting a little crazy. People are starting to freak out. I mean, yeah, it's it's a lot. I mean, with everything else like the inflation, the gas prices, it's starting to be a culmination of so many different things to where it it really is. Ex- it's almost expensive. You, you second guess whether or not you want to drive to the yeah. gym. Should I go or not go? Because like, I'm like, eh, I'm not really trying to drive that far. I've even told you, like, when you were doing a work gig, I'm like, is it really worth driving all the way to, like, Henderson mm-hmm. to do the job and driving mm-hmm. back? Yeah, I'm doing a project like, with somebody right now, and I'm kind of helping them, you know, get, get a start on a business. And there's some staff required. And I have to tell them every once in a while that you need you have to hire people for at least four hours. It's just not worth it for people to... Put something in their day for, for not four hours at least. It's just not worth it, you know, mm-hmm. especially with the way prices are. Um, the uh, the last most recent, I guess, mass shooting is this Tulsa shooting um, that happened late last week, right? It just They just keep racking up. Um, did you hear what the, the actual reason was behind this one? I did not. Apparently, the man was really just seeking pain medication. Mm. Like, he was someone that, I mean, of course, this hasn't all came out yet, but... What it looks like is pointing to someone that had an issue with pain management and pain medication and wasn't getting the medication from this doctor that they wanted. So came in and just started shooting up the hospital. Hmm. That's a crazy one. Well, we'll continue to focus on we'll continue to focus on these shootings because they keep happening, but I don't want to can talk about I just don't want to talk about it every day, you know? It's just 
it's a it's, lot. It's, it's, it's emotionally draining, to be honest. And with we're going to be, there's little things prickling in throughout the show, but I don't want to, I don't, I just, you know, because it's stuff that you have to talk about, unfortunately, but I just don't want it to be the sole thing that we focus on. But it's, it is a reality of life right now. And we are trying to, the point of this show is to have a little snapshot of the week and what's happened. And, um, I guess it's not, it's not my fault that, you know, these shitty things keep happening. I mean, it's just like how we were talking about COVID for so long on the show, but it's just the reality of the situation. Reality, we're in. Yeah. And, with and there's this, different things that come up, you know, I mean, with this, I think there's, um, there's a call to action for people to keep it in the conversation that, uh, there needs to be some change and putting political pressure on people in charge. And I think we talked about the last show, you know, putting blame where blame needs to lie for for every single Republican that doesn't vote for gun reform. Mm -hmm. There needs to be pressure because every single, you know, before we even have time to get over what happened in uh, Uvalde, we're already talking about shooting in Tulsa. And we had before we were talking about Uvalde, we hadn't even processed what happened in Buffalo where the the African-American community was targeted in grocery store. It's just so it's so emotionally draining to see all these stories because you know we one have, after another yeah i mean we all we all you know have friends in certain certain groups i mean you know in the black community we have we can all relate to you know having nieces and nephews or kids that that go to school in some part this is all relatable in our everyday future so it's just emotionally and psychologically draining but at the same time you need to keep your thumb on it because there's never going to be change if you know if, if we don't continue to continue this narrative yeah and it's I see it from the other side sometimes too. The, the the people committing these violent acts are ruining their lives and their families' lives, and there's 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 all sides to it. I was reading a story today about a two year old that picked up a gun and shot the dad in the back of the head while he was playing video games because the mom wasn't paying attention. And that's just some normal people that have a gun and weren't managing the gun appropriately, and now the mom is being prosecuted and the kids don't have a dad and the mom might go to prison all because they had a gun in their house that wasn't safely secured. I mean, there's a lot of, unfortunately guns have a lot of ripple effects that go along with having them, man. That's just the fact, but well, let's move on. Let's move across the pond, Jesse. Yeah. I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less, but okay. I, (laughs) I could, I could care a little bit about this. The queen's 70th Jubilee. It was, I watched like a couple of the highlights. I didn't really pay attention to it, but um, she's like 98 or something. I mean, if she survives one more, one or two more years, it'll be a surprise. But she she hardly even attended it, but people loved it. There was like a hologram and a gold carriage and some of the little young princes and princesses were up there like teasing. Didn't you say you saw something of like one of the young kids like teasing the mom? Yeah, yeah. So so over the weekend, you know, millions and towns and cities across the UK marked, you know, Queen Elizabeth's the second 70th year reign in London. Her platinum jubilee is celebrate was celebrated all throughout the UK and, you know, people were concerned because, you know, Queen Elizabeth didn't attend any of the events except for the one on her balcony where she said hello. And, you know, was it Prince Charles' son? I don't yes, know. I think so. Stole the show just being a kid, being a well, toddler. Well, no, this is Prince William's son. Yeah, Prince William. Prince Charles's grandson. I they, all look, yes. they all look close like enough. They, they all, all do look alike. <laughs> Inbreeding, I say. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, one of the whatever. few monarchs where people actually, you know, still celebrate and got to spend it on something, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you ready to get in the new, new news, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. All right. Let's get into the new, new news. You need to know right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. Doctor Whoever Project. 
my crew running through. Hit somebody, show me what you can do. Hey, everybody, come on in. Tell me, what's the news? Good news. All right, well, we are starting this one off with a little bit of LGBT news because it is Pride Month here everywhere, I guess. Uh, June, Pride Month. What What is May? Like, was May something? What is What is Hispanic Heritage Month? Is September. That September? Uh, so many things. Can't keep track. But June is Pride Month and as a member of the LGBTQ plus community, you know, you got to celebrate, I guess, in some aspect. Your brother was like in West Hollywood partying it up, right? Yeah, it was, it's West Hollywood Pride. West Hollywood Pride? Last, last weekend. Oh, nice. It's one of the bigger ones, that one in uh, New York City and San Francisco. Well, we get to celebrate all the way to October here. It's just, you know. Because it's, it's hot. Like, uh, hot. Hallelujah hot. It was 113 degrees here today in Oh, Vegas. my God. You know, it's, you know when <laughs> I put the dog outside and he just, like, took a nap. I think he enjoyed it. <laughs> you know you know when it's hot when you, you're driving in the car and you got the air conditioning on full blast and you're still sweating? And my phone sometimes is, like pops up and it's like temperature alert no yeah i was trying to use my phone outside today <laughs> and i'm looking at my screen and it just went blank i'm like okay it's like it's um it's a time to shut down like i'm not gonna work for you anymore just yeah, not it's just going like, to it's hot bitch you could <laughs> well, go inside um, if you want to use me do you know this ufc fighter jesse have you ever heard of this guy uh jeff jeff um m-o-l-i-n-a how, how was that pronounced that Malina, and this is a segment where Brian tries to Malina. It's Molina. That's a hard. I can't even say it after you. Say it again. Molina. Molina. Well, like mole, Molina. Oh, like mole. I can do that. Like Molina. Molina. Yeah. Jeff Molina. I did it. Look at me. Look at me saying. Look at me saying the words. Look at you saying words and things. Well, this mixed martial artist, I think he actually was saying this when he was in Vegas is uh, why I kind of threw this in. But um, I guess he got some rainbow shorts from the Pride organizations and he was posting about it and he got some uh, he got some beef or some uh, some backlash from some people being like, like why do you want to why do you want to wear, you know, the gay stuff, bro or whatever? And he had an interesting response. I'm just going to play his response. You want to hear it? Let's go. Man, you're going to get me riled up. Dude, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, um... Man, uh, who would have thunk it that, like, in 2022, people are still, like, not... Who the fuck cares, bro? Like, honestly, it's not even about being an ally. I'm not saying I'm not, but it's like, just be a decent fucking person. Like, just be a decent human being. And, like, judging someone and and trying to justify it with religion and and saying all sorts of, like, just spiteful, hateful shit is, is... crazy to me it's mind-boggling it's like who cares what who someone wants to be with or like their sexual preference like and then trying to justify the the irony of trying to justify it by religion of something that's supposed to be so accepting and you're gonna get me going on it i was honestly shocked Uh, like uh i I, so i picked the colors because i thought it looked cool and then also it supports a good cause you know um but I'll support anything of a community that's been uh, oppressed and and ostracized for for some time now for something they can't help. You know, I'll get behind any of that. You know, it, it wasn't that long ago that like there was like school segregation and and like that was like less than a person ago, man. That wasn't that long ago. And then same thing with like something like Stonewall. That was like 50 years ago. 
that's not even a whole person. This guy's really a good speaker, like, right? That wasn't a whole person to go. This is like very relatable. Shit. And I just thought the young people in 2022, people would be a little more like open-minded and and not pieces of shit. But I guess I was wrong. It, it's just crazy to me. Like people were saying some like crazy shit, and it's like, dude, what would you do if your kid's gay? Like, what are you gonna fucking? And then trying to justify it, like. My God, this is gonna send you to who, dude? Like, mind your own business. If it doesn't concern you, get fucked. Like, not oh, sorry, you guys. You guys no, I'm trying to have a good day here, bro. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. I love that guy. Yeah! LGBT Jeff plus M- Mol- Molina, right? <laughs> Jeff Molina. Yeah. Jeff Molina. I said it right. Well, good job, Jeff Molina. I, I think, good job. Yeah, Congratulations. I think he has a narrative from so many. Uh... And he has a good narrative from like so many young people. Are like, who cares? Yeah, like it's we like, hear that from so many people. Like. No, like, they just don't care. The and I think people. people have such a difficult time understanding, like, you don't have to be gay or even an ally to, like, rep some, you know, rainbow stuff during pride. Well, old people don't have enough going on, so they need to get in everybody's business. Young people have so much going on. There's so many things yeah. going on. They just not worried about everybody else. Well, know? he made such a valid point. Like, you're using religion, which mm-hmm. is supposed to be inclusive, mm-hmm. to exclude a whole community. Inclusive. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. And I, I like the way he... It wasn't super articulate, but he said it in a way that I people, thought it was very. I thought it was an well, interestingly was articulate. articulate you know? I thought it was very simplistic, but articulately and very. And, very, and he, the way he said it, was very blasé. Like, yeah, how are you so stupid? In in a sense, what he was he speaking said. to a very unique segment of people, but that uniquely segment of people watches that kind of crap. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I'm saying like it's relatable because he's a relatable person. He's speaking from his life experiences and in that industry he's had a different life experience i hate using that word but it's kind of true than other people have had in that same sport industry but he's trying to highlight his experience and share that with others in a way that those people watching can actually relate to i think it's interesting yep i love it well in further news biden was rushed to a safe house in delaware jesse oh no a plane breached his airspace in, at the White House or oh at Delaware I guess when he was at, at his house at Delaware you're never nowhere safe nowhere safe not especially in the airways or space safe oh, anymore no, definitely not in Philly where I used to live Jesse um, I was telling you about the shooting that happened in South Street Philadelphia yeah there, you told me to take a trip there oh yeah it's I mean it's while actually, we're watching this mass shooting I mean it's like North Park in San Diego it's a nice mm-hmm. place um it's kind of sad that something like that would happen but I'm sure shootings have happened there before but. Um, you didn't even wait for the bullets to cool off. You're already <laughs> trying to book me a trip there. Let's watch the news story because this was so close to where I used to live. I find it so interesting that it was literally right Look across the street. And I'm sorry, Williams, we are following breaking news. A burst of gunfire left three people dead and 11 others wounded on Philadelphia's South Street. So the gunfire erupted at about 1130 last night as people were having a nice time enjoying a warm late spring evening. We have live team coverage tonight. They had one of those like freezy places where you get like those freezy drinks. Fat Tuesdays. Reaction from city leaders, including Jim Kenney. But first, let's begin with Action News reporter Annie McCormick live for us outside police headquarters with the latest on the investigation. Annie. Yeah, and Sharon Walter, those who were shot, their ages range from 17 all the way to 69. Now, of those who did survive the shooting and still remain in the hospital with their injuries, their injuries vary, so their conditions range from stable I to critical condition. show some of the shooting. Oh, here we go. 14 people shot just after 1130 Yeah, like Saturday it's like a corridor. And, South Street. and all it is is Three bars and restaurants. Died. 
Look at all, look at all those people. It's very similar to like North Park in San Diego. The third the killer, according to police sources, is the man in the white t-shirt who you see pull a gun oh, out Oh shit, you can see him pull the gun here. out. The man in the black t-shirt, according oh, to Oh my sources, god, they have it all on video. shot and is in critical condition. Oh shit. A police officer also fired at I used to skate and walk Mr. Odie right down, right down that street. Police believe mm, he was well, hit goodness, by gunfire. Alright, well. Police are still looking well, for we'll him. Well, we'll keep you updated on that as that story keeps going on but um moving forward unfortunately to update you on another shooting the uvalde superintendent of the uvalde school district is saying that they will not return um so that building will either be torn down or repurposed what's your opinion on that mr mr jesse i think it needs to be repurposed i added to it's it's just too too sad to bring people back and the kids are already traumatized and it's just a good idea. The school is probably in need of repair anyway. It's all right. Um, but that whole city, nobody wants to talk. All the news people keep trying to go up to the DA and uh, this police, the police chief that's now the city councilman. It's like a mess in this town, Jesse. Um, they can't get any clear answers. All these parents are going all over the news and talking about how they were basically arrested and had to go into the building and pull the kids out themselves and... They're really just trying to let this die down, and mm -hmm. I, I just don't think it's going to anytime soon, especially with the elections coming up. That's just more reason to keep this in the spotlight, and I think this is going to be an interesting one. Um, Matthew McConaughey was on CNN yesterday doing a whole like an hour-long thing about some of these kids. We'll get into that some later on, but I think it is different. different. Do you think it's different this time? I mean, I feel like it's different. I mean... We're hearing more people that are just fed up with it, um, as opposed to before, where people, you know, are just, you know, thoughts and prayers. Now people are saying, keep your thoughts and prayers, you know, change something. And so I, I feel like there is some type of momentum. To I mean, it's change. disgusting to say this, but seeing that 10 year old girl talk about how having, having to cover herself with her friend's blood, hoping to play dead long enough for the scary man with the gun to leave, those stories have impacts. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they, they do. It's just, this is, I feel like, a unique a unique one because there are so many witnesses that can tell the story in a unique way from the view of a scared child. And I think it is going to make an impact. I agree. Well, we got some breaking news, Mr. Jesse. Oh, no, not oh, breaking, breaking news. news. CNN breaking on this. News. Justin, feel free to turn your head and cough. You want to take this one? This is pretty funny, right? Sure. So CNN's new boss has a message for all staffers. Cool no. it with the breaking news banner. And that's... What is uh, this Wolf Blitzer? What is Wolf going to say if he's like, this is Wolf Blitzer right? <laughs> this, this is the situation room. <laughs> Why is it always like... He's my. I'm not gonna lie. He's my least favorite one of the day. Hey, he's one of my favorites, actually. Oh, is yeah. yeah. When he comes I, on I like after him. I like after Wolf. Jake after Jake Tapper, I'm like, all right, it's, it's I'm good for a while. But I, I like this. It is too much. Everything is not breaking news, and it it goes into the whole thing of society now not believing anything because like everything is a catastrophe and everything's a worse thing and everything's gonna kill you and nothing usually does. I mean, some some eventually some things do, but. It's like the crying wolf thing, you know. We just can't cry wolf that much because I mean, it's like 112 degrees and like breaking news. It's 112 <laughs> it's degrees. It's a hot outside. one today. <laughs> breaking news: 140 sheep suffocate in a pileup while fleeing two wolves. Breaking news: CNN just had breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> but this is crazy. You see this animal story? Okay, um, 
So sheep, like, you know, everybody makes fun of the Republicans and the Democrats and they call like the liberals the, the sheep because they'll just follow anything. But uh, in, in, uh, in Idaho, a, uh, a wolf scared this flock of 143 sheep to death. They piled up and suffocated Jesse. Jeez. It's for real. So you got to be careful. You can't just believe everything people say and run from the scary wolves all the mm. time. You got to do your own research. Don't be a sheep. Don't be a sheep. In your face, suck I was trying to figure out a way to connect that one, Jesse. <laughs> but on in good news, the White House says COVID vaccines are coming to those younger kids soon. For real, it's like there needs to be something for kids. Uh, just recently with work, I mean, uh, three or four of my coworkers have got COVID who have never got it before. So it's, it's kind they of, have kids too. That makes sense. I mean, and it's kind of nice to know that there's going to be some type of safety uh, for kids because that's the scary part. I think most of the adults I talked to that got COVID weren't scared, but they had young ones that you know weren't vaccinated that still have to you know suffer the whole repercussions of COVID. Um, but so that this is good news, and hopefully, I mean, they'll get the dosage right, and you know, kids will be able to get uh, get their boosters as well. Eventually. Get boosted. Yes. Well. This is not COVID, but it might be. Hundreds of people report needle attacks in Europe. Have you seen this one? No, I'm reading the article. So across France, more than 300 people have reported being pricked out of the blue with the needles at nightclubs or concerts in recent months. Doctors and multiple prosecutors are on the case, but no one knows who's doing it. And it's not just in France. Britain's government is studying a slate of needle prickings there as well. Um, and as well in Belgium, I put Netherlands and Belgium together. <laughs> as Belgium and the Netherlands, um, there are scattered cases as well. This is interesting, right? And it, it doesn't seem like it's mm-hmm. giving them anything. Is it aliens? Is it like some kind of mass study they're doing on people? What could it be? Here, you've been watching ancient aliens too much. But it did say that, um, okay, on May 4th, an 18-year-old man went to a rap concert in northern France where he smoked a bit of marijuana and drank some alcohol. <laughs> he came home and he told the press that he felt dizzy. And he spotted a little skin puncture on his arm and a bruise. The next morning, the symptoms didn't disappear. Doesn't that just sound like a hangover? <laughs> Are they, what if these people are just like getting they're just like yeah i mean did they do blood did they do blood tests on these people to figure out oh apparently yeah it wasn't yeah apparently they haven't it's nothing that's the thing it's like it's it's just strange right is it's, it just is it like mass hysteria is it are people just like bumping into something sharp and it's just like they think it's needles and it's just some kind of mass hysteria worldwide um, I, no one's seen anybody getting pricked with a needle it's ancient aliens i say it's uh. aliens <laughs> All right, well, this guy might be an alien. Mehmet Oz, is that how you say his name? Mehmet Oz, yeah. He becomes a Republican Senate candidate in Pennsylvania oh. as David McCormick concedes the race for Senate. Well, what so, a strange fall from Oprah to Donald Trump. Yeah, it's a bad descent. So former <laughs> former uh, head fund CEO David McCormick concedes the Republican primary in Pennsylvania for U.S. Senate to celebrity heart surgeon Dr. Oh, he's Mehmet a heart surgeon. Oz, okay, okay. Ending no. his campaign Friday night as he acknowledged in an open conference call. Do you think that this is better or worse for the Democratic challenger? Oh, they wanted Dr. Oz. So oh, they did. Good, yeah. I thought so, too, because he's got so many, like, nutcasey things that he's done and so many, like, there's, like, a lot of stuff, like, against him and, um, like, cases where he's advertised silly pills and weight loss supplements and all kinds of nonsense it didn't really work um 
he's a bigger clown nowadays than he used to be. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Just like this next person, clown of the year, Kyle Rittenhouse. Remember when he was going to be going to like Texas A&M, he claimed? Yeah, I remember that. Um, well, apparently that is no longer the case. He's going to some no-name college that I can't even remember. Um, what was the name of it? Let's, I forget what it was. Oh, maybe that's coming up later in the story. Oh, yeah. No, this story is in here because he, Kyle Rittenhouse, has taken a little bit of a look at Johnny Depp's case. And he's like, you know what? I think I'm going to sue some people, too. And that's what people are worried about. Like, okay, this kid was innocent, found innocent, and all these people are writing articles about him. He's going to end up getting millions of dollars, I guarantee you, in, like, defamation suits. Hmm. Boo on you people. Boo, boo on society. Well, let's get to some cuteness, Mr. Jesse. Let's go. Prince Louis, the adorable baby. The uh, We were just discussing, this is the child, I think. That's the one, Louis. I think he's a child of William, grandchild of... Queen Elizabeth? Yes, great-grandchild, I guess. God, there's so many of them now. She is old. Well, that was cute. He was, like, doing, like, the blah, blah, blah with his nose and, like, putting his finger at his mom and saying, like... I mean, that's not for kids. That, that little outfit he's got on. My mom used to make me wear nonsense like that, too. It's like a little sailor outfit. <laughs> Some total white you people totally, right there. You totally still wear that. Well, the pint-sized prince of four years old stole the show at the color parade. Is this pride? They have pride there, too? The color parade? <laughs> so it looks like the pint-sized prince is four um, with Prince George eight and Princess Charlotte seven. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, a bunch of cute little white people up there. <laughs> I mean, they are white. I mean, what do you expect? Like, they're white people, you know? I don't know what people expect. Oh, I just don't know sometimes. Well, this poll, Jesse, this next poll of polls shows that majority of people identify as pro-choice for the first time in decades. Yep. Isn't this interesting? Like, as more as society shifts one way... Government's trying to push people a different way. A different direction. Isn't that yeah. interesting? Like, I yeah, that's why odd, there's so much right? backlash because that's usually not the case. Usually, you know, I mean, the Supreme Court passes something, and then eventually the American society kind of catches up to that. But this is where we're going backwards. So, 55 percent of the people in the last year have identified as being pro-choice, which is the highest level in decades. The increase was mainly driven by Democrats. Wrote uh, Linda Sad the polling firm director of U.S. social research and a summary of survey findings. She attributes the shift to recent Supreme Court draft opinions suggesting a possible end to Roe v. Wade. Hmm. This will be interesting. Um, I really do think this is going to be, this and guns are going to be a voting, a big voting pool. And when people talk about gay pride and everything, it's and complain about why is everything rainbow. It's rainbow everywhere because gay people are everywhere. They're in every little facet of society. They're also very successful usually and are creative and artistic and find their ways up to higher levels of jobs because they don't have children weighing them down a lot of times. <laughs> it's the truth. It so is true. It's that's the reality the re- That's the reason why, like, the heir of Coors, the Cole Coors company is gay. Like, the kid that owns Coors when his parents die, he's gay. Like, he has huge parties all the time. That's why Coors Beer, after over the past, like, 10 years, has became a big sponsor of gay events because they used to be not but their kid's gay and he's more like an adult now and it's becoming more accepting so they're jumping on the bandwagon just like everybody else that wants to sell shit to the gays it's true 
All right, Mr. Jesse, you want to get in some pop culture news for the day? Let's go. All right, let's get into some pop culture this news. This is Hollywood, the most famous, the most glamorous place in the world. Of dreams, hopes, we are having some internet issues today, Mr. Jesse. Mm-hmm. It's a little glitchy here. But I do want to talk about Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. And we're not going to watch this. All right, all right, all right. We're not going to watch this 20-minute video, but I just want you to watch some of the beginning of how he comes in. To make the loss of these lives matter. My uh, uh, wife and I, uh, my wife and I, Camilla, we spent most of last week on the ground with the families in Uvalde, Texas. We shared stories, tears, and memories. The, uh, The common thread... Independent of the anger and the confusion and the sadness, it, it was the same. How can these families continue to honor these deaths by keeping the dreams of these children and teachers alive? Again, how can the loss of these lives matter? And acknowledge the victims, we, we need to recognize that this time, it seems that something is different. There is a sense that perhaps there's a viable path forward. Responsible parties in this debate seem to at least be committed to sitting down and having a real conversation about a new and improved path forward. A path that can bring us closer together and make us safer as a country. So when I saw this come on the TV the other day, I was like, I think I sent you a picture. I was like, wow, my my jaw kind of dropped a little bit. I was like, oh my God, what is happening? It wasn't preempted. I didn't see anything about it in the news. He just went up there and started talking and pulled up photos and art the kids had drawn. He had the green Converse shoes that a child wore every day that had a red heart on the foot, on the like where the toes are, where it's white, because she loved the environment so much. And they said that the only way she was identifiable was because of her green Converse that she had on her feet. Um, it just went on for a while. It was It was sad and touching and... He wove these stories through like this way of how it could be fixed and how both sides have needs and how we can look at things from multiple sides, but also respect the wishes and dreams of these families and understand that these kids didn't have the opportunity to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness because of the right that we have given someone else to take their lives away. Yeah, I think... um what he was able to do being that he's from the area. Mm-hmm. He is a gun owner. He believes that as a gun owner, he, there is responsible ways to keep, you know, children safe. But the most important part of, you know, what he was able to do is unfortunately with having so many, you know, victims of, of murder, he's had to personalize each one of these kids because at this point in our society here in the United States, it's not enough to say, you know, 19 kids were brutally murdered. No, you would think that would be enough. That's not enough anymore. You literally have to paint a picture of how these individuals, how these little kids were human beings. They had dreams, you know, they had tangible items that represented who they were. Like these, these shoes that, you know, represented one of the kids, you know, desire for, you know, you know, green a green economy and a green country to where you know there's renewable energy. They believe in the environment and global warming. You know, these these were little kids that that had aspirations in life to be and you a know, lot a of painter them, or a, a drawer. A lot of them were probably first or second generation Americans that were 
able to live that dream or we're going to be able to live that American dream. Um, and I think that just makes it even more sad, you know? I mean, the goal of our society is to to get stronger every generation. Um, but we're starting to extinguish the next generation with, with gun violence. And we're, we're getting a whole generation of kids that are scared to even go to school. Um, so we need to do something. We need to protect our kids. We need to to stop making this a political issue. Well, what and do you we, think the first thing they crisis. should do is? If, if you could do one thing, if you could... And you can't get rid of guns, but if if you could just do one thing, but that's the thing. What I, would you I do? I don't think anybody has ever said in these conversations that we need to get rid of guns. There's certain guns. Well, what do you do? There's certain guns we don't need. There's military style weapons which we don't need. Yeah, but, but again, getting even, rid of the guns would be hard to do so quickly. Let me, let me talk. Thank okay, you. Okay, 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 so okay. they're not even discussing getting rid of these military guns, which you know, which was for some people would make sense. They're asking to make some some of these weapons 21 years or older. I like that. They're asking for a background check before you're handed a weapon. They're asking for you to take safety courses before you're able to have a gun. Common sense, you know, approaches to what we do simply with our driving, with, with kids when they want to have a driver's license. They have to take a driving class. They have to be with mm -hmm. an instructor to, on the road, real life action in mm -hmm. order to get some hours before they could even go to the DMV to get a driver's license. They get a permit. Once they, once they have the permit, they're also on a time period to how long, you know, before you can you're, you're you're given these responsibilities and if you reach and if you actually adhere to the responsibilities you're you're given now you get the permanent driver's license so there's so many steps we've taken for other things mm -hmm. for our young adults that aren't even well, a like, part of the conversation the funny one people talk about is smoking you can't even smoke cigarettes until you're 21 now it's just silly um but i i did hear one i wish i would have got the name of the person congress person whoever that said it somebody said something like talking about making the gun purchases from 18 to 21. He's like, well, we would also have to look at the selective service military age then. And I say yes, too. Yes. That's a good idea. I, I think mean, we should just change the age of adult to 21. We might as well. It, we've, we've decided as a society that kids are not mature enough at 18, but we pick these little things. But then when one of them does something bad, oh, no, we're going to charge that 12-year-old as an adult. But... Oh, well, oh, when they do something, when, but when they like can't have something or need to have something, oh, you want to rent a car? Oh, well, you have to be 25. Oh, you want to buy a beer? Oh, you have to be 21. Oh, but oh, you know, you do something bad. Oh, we're going to throw the book at you. It's just silly. We should just make, if you're an adult, you're an adult, and this is the age you're an adult, and that's it. It's yeah, just all this I, nonsense. I can agree to there should be some type of universal age where everything opens up to you. Like, I, yeah, it's true. Like renting a, a rental car, you can't be 25. I mean, you have to be 25 years old. It's like, like little things like this doesn't make sense. So like, I does could, it say in so the I Constitution could, anywhere that you're 18, you're an adult? Is that like like where did we get that from? Like I don't think it's in the, I don't think it's in the Constitution. But if you really think of age and you go back, say if you were going back to the Constitution, kids, did, people did a lot different things at a certain oh, yeah. age. They because, were marrying off women at thirteen, fourteen. You weren't living then. as long as you're living now. So I mean, you so you were. That's you what know, I'm saying. You did have a job when you, you were twelve years old. Need to look at the changes of time. Old. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so but nobody wants to do that. You only they only want to change things when it's convenient for them. Or when it makes people money. And that's part of the problem with this too. Guns make a lot of money. People like guns. They're fun. They're, it's a part of culture now that's almost kind of fun and exciting and dangerous. You know, and it's that brings in lots of money. It's unfortunate. Yep. So tell us about this Top Gun story. Oh, the Top Gun movie? 
Well, apparently that movie is doing amazing, Jesse. Hitting big numbers in the box offices. People I, love some Top Gun. I saw the first one, but like, I don't know. I don't really need to see this. It's Monster not something Sun. I'm going to go like, go see. But um, I did find it interesting that there's like a lawsuit going on that I guess somebody wrote an article or something in the paper back in the day. And it was called Top Gun. And that's what this whole screenplay was based on. And there was actually, there was actually some kind of lawsuit. And they're like suing now to like stop the movie. It seems to be interesting. Interesting. We'll follow up with that because it actually is like a court case. And I guess some of the copyrights lapsed during, lapse during COVID. But I mean, you know, Paramount, whoever runs this is they're going to they're going to keep they're not going to worry about that. You know, they'll, be they'll pay them off. Well, somebody else that needs to get paid off is Pumpkin from Mama Uh-oh. June. Pumpkin Shannon now gets full custody of Alana, a.k.a. Honey Boo Boo. Um, I've heard lots of little stories about Mama June recently getting married and all kinds of... But I don't want to read them because I want to watch the show. <laughs> but uh, congratulations, Honey Boo Boo and Pumpkin. Um, they got that nice house. They're doing... They're like they're doing amazing, you know? Good for them. Um, Good for them. It, 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 I mean, they... If it wasn't for that show and their interesting personalities, they just... You know, who knows what they would be or where they would be. But with this interesting opportunity that family's gotten... Some of them has, have taken it and used it appropriately, and then like the mom is kind of not. She went into drugs and blew money on random guys and blowing random guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. Stranger Things. We we started that, and I just couldn't get into it this season because I think because last season was so crazy. I don't even remember what happened. <laughs> What's your opinion on this right now? I'm just like, what? I don't. I, I'll watch it just, I guess, but. Because it's free. Uh, I, I can pass, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I'll probably, I'm just, at this point I'm watching it just to kind of like, just to watch it for the special effects and because it looks cool on my TV. Yeah. I mean, I, I was a fan of Stranger Things, but I feel like so much time has lapsed. I'm kind of just like, eh. I'm like, ant too. It's, it's something to watch when you have nothing else because it is, it is kind of interesting, but the storyline, maybe I'm just too stupid. I just can't get it, you know? That's just what it is. I just can't handle the storyline. Can't keep track. Too dumb. Too dumb. Well, speaking of dumb, Kim Kardashian, she's calling for the father of a young girl killed in the Uvalde school shooting to be released from prison, but I already heard that he was not released for the funeral, which is kind of sad. I heard he was there on a non, non, like, non-violent drug yeah, offense. Non-violent drug yeah, non-violent drug offense in his 40s. Um, it seems kind of disgusting, right? But that's just how the legal system works, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think there's some type of um, ability for the prison system or jail system to allow someone like to bereavement right to yeah there's a bereavement to to attend and but i think it's costly you have to pay for the officers to escort the person oh so somebody would have had to like well, why didn't kim kardashian like pay well, i don't know if that was the reason why or it was just denied outright mm-hmm. but i just know there is a it is texas so you know mm-hmm. well another kim kardashian news um she says she's had the best sex of her life with pete davidson jesse mm-hmm. oh huh yes yes he doesn't I'm like sure he Kanye needs... loved to hear that. I know, right? He needs like he needs a good scrubbing. Like he somebody needs to give him a good bath. <laughs> but he's funny though, you know. Yeah. He he's he makes her more palatable. I will say that, don't you? Yep, yep, it's true. He makes her more likable for like somebody like me who can't stand her at all. Um The next thing I want to show you is Beavis and Butthead. Yes. Is this is gonna be on Paramount Plus, so this is if if, if you didn't have enough reasons Nine, to watch Paramount eight. Plus. I just canceled that, too. Oh, you did not. You're a liar. 
They got their whole rainbow logo going on now for Pride. Beavis and Butthead. Through the universe. On June 23rd. Paramount Plus. <laughs> the Earth sucks. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I think the floor is not working. Oh. Penetrating space. <laughs> I'm totally gonna watch this. I'm surprised that it doesn't That's the thing, like, nowadays all these streaming services have to compete. Up there on the billboard. And then um, some kind of circle. No, dumbass, not that number. That one. 69. <laughs> so, like, the, that's like on like, when you watch Paramount, all it is is like Star Trek. Because, like, Paramount owns all the Star Trek stuff. So, it's like, so I guess they own, they must own Beavis and Butthead, too. Yeah, I think Paramount owns MTV. Oh, do they? I believe so. This looks pretty good. <laughs> they could come out with a new show, almost kind of like Rick and Morty style. Beavis and Butthead do the universe. A new movie streaming June 23rd, exclusively on Paramount Plus. Beavis, this changes everything. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited about that. What do you think? Yeah, it looks it looks really good. It looks really good. And somebody and then, you like is in the news, Jesse. Yeah, some sad news. Shakita, what is going on Shakita, with her? Shakita, Shakita. She announces a split from soccer star Gerald Burkett. What? Who's, Who's that? It's her... Uh, so Shakira actually doesn't believe in getting married, so they were never married. Okay. Uh, but they have a few kids together. So Shakira and her longtime partner, soccer Spanish soccer star, have split. The Colombian pop star has confirmed. Interesting. Yeah, and the hipstone live singer, who's 45, met the footballer, who's 35, on the set of her music video, Waka Waka, this time for Africa, which serves the official song of the 2010 FIFA World Cup. Hmm. That's a good song. Well, I heard she's also in trouble for, like, tax evasion and stuff like that, too. Have you heard anything about that? Um, I don't think so. She has, she has plenty of money. I know, but it doesn't mean she, like, somebody wasn't doing shady stuff with her accounting. You know, you never know. Well, in other news, speaking of tax evasion, uh, Todd Chrisley, star of Chrisley Knows Best. My dad loved this show. Every time I'm home, he has this on. Um, what I found most interesting about this uh, case is that everybody has always said that Todd Chrisley's sounds very gay and if i played a clip of it you'd be like yes that man is clearly a homosexual <laughs> but uh he's married and has multiple children um but during the trial it um actually came out that he was having some uh homosexual relationships with his manager <laughs> um but he's in trouble and has to pay money and is guilty 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 on all charges apparently of bank fraud and tax evasion. Mm-mm. Naughty, naughty. And Elton John, Mr. Jesse. Elton oh, so, John. So I have the backstory. Oh, of what? So backstory for Shakira, the tax oh, okay. evasion. Okay, tax evasion. All right, let's rewind. So, back to Shakira. Okay. Mm-hmm. So back in 2012, 13, and 14, the investigation magistrate say that Shakira lived more than 200 days in Spain each of those three years, making her liable to pay taxes in the country. Oh. So I don't know if there's some type of... At this time, 2000, 
13, 14, she's already a mega superstar. So I'm, I'm assuming that there's some type of misunderstanding for tax mm-hmm. person. That, but I mean, it's only seventeen million dollars. She's worth only she's seven. She's worth a cool five hundred million. So I think she'll be fine. <laughs> she'll be fine. We're not worried about Shakira. Shakira, are we, Mr. No, Jackson? we're not. <laughs> but Todd Chrisley, on the other hand, and Elton John, maybe we should be worried about them. Yeah, Shakira just signed a deal to be on uh, The Voice. Who so watches that stuff nowadays? Apparently somebody. They got to make it more interesting. I liked it when Simon Cowell was just like ragging on everybody. That was the last time any of those shows were good. <laughs> well, Elton John, he says he's in top tip, top health. <laughs> After reports of him being frail and seen in a wheelchair were uh, were posted probably on TMZ or some nonsense like that. Um I guess after Saturday night's Queen Jubilee concert, he had to be kind of taken out. Maybe he was just tired. Maybe he was tired of standing up there singing. He just wanted to be pushed around for a while. Well, didn't Ariana Grande get like carried around by like her security or something like that? Oh, yeah. You wish you had that life. You would totally Odie Monster that. has that life. I pick mm-hmm. him up every day, carry him outside. Today, I laid him on the little patio mm-hmm. um, blanket or little patio comforter thing. Um, he just laid there for like 30 minutes. Can, can we get on to food news? I really right. want to talk about this next story. Is it is it something to do with, uh, was it, let's see. what? Oh, yeah, this one. That's a good story. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Ready for some food news? Yes, please. All right, Mr. Jesse, healthy is hard on the Dr. Effort Project. Oh, boy, 3 a.m. Another beautiful Pick day, Krusty <laughs> Another day, servicing the masses. All right, Mr. Jesse, what is going on in food news? I don't know, but I'm a little bummed out. You picked one of those articles where you can't read the whole thing. But basically what the article says Yeah, you don't need the whole thing. Nearly 80%, that's 80% of delivery drivers admits to eating customers' food as they were deli- as they're delivering it to your house. So if you, order, order. if you order some McDonald's and some fries and stuff, just just know that eighty percent chance that that I'm driver so has really dipped their dirty little hands inside your fries and, and snuck some off already. I don't even go to restaurants to like eat out hardly ever, much less get Uber Eats or whatever that other nonsense is. What's the other one? Oh, uh, you used it once and we like waited two hours for food and we just ended up getting a refund. What is it called? DoorDash. Do I hate DoorDash? Slow Dash. Oh, it's. <laughs> I have to get your own food, Dash. Might as well Dude, be. It's the worst, the worst app yeah, I've ever seen in my life. Nice. No, ridiculous. Like, yeah, those never... companies are not making money. It's with gas prices the way they are, they're not gonna, they're not sustainable. You know, I can't remember the last time I took an Uber. I really can't. Or a Lyft. Like, I used to take that stuff all the time when it was cheap, and I just don't do that anymore. I don't know. I just, yeah, it's true. like, I think too many people have had like lifestyle changes. Yeah. And Why do you cut m- the cheese, Mr. <sighs> Jesse? And it's some more sad news. Cheese sold in nine states recalled due to listeria concerns. Oh, my. Is, is Nevada on that list? I don't know. Are you, you've been eating a lot of cheese. I do like Oh, cheese. there is an N in the, one of these states. Oh, it's Nebraska. You're so lucky. <laughs> yes. So the, if you live in one of these nine states, Arkansas, Florida, You made me a grilled cheese last Iowa, night. You Kansas, tried to kill me. Mississippi, Missouri, Nebraska, Oklahoma, and South Dakota. I, I would be cautious about eating cheese. Mm. 
If you got the runs now, you know why, right, Mr. Jesse? There it is there. And in more food news, Taco Bell has been making some big news lately Hell yeah, with they their, have. Uh, their Mexican pizza returning, but not really returning if you go to the store and try <laughs> You can't actually but, uh, get one, but they sell them apparently. Yeah, but Taco Bell Complete has a four food tube. Taco Bell trying out a four to two story. So restaurant. imagine like a bank. Like what a bank used to look like when people use banks, <laughs> but I mean, it's now a fast food. No, restaurant. no. Just think about when you go to the bank here, and it's very, it's very Nevada. So when you go to the bank here and go to the ATM, it's actually a drive-through. In California, there really isn't too many drive-throughs for the bank because it's not that hot. Oh, everything here, here is drive-through. But here in Vegas, it's a drive-through ATM. Well, see, this is I think so, in Minnesota, so it's so cold there. So that's probably the same kind of thing. Makes sense. Yeah. So you go up and you drive and you put in what your order is, or you can do it on your phone and you drive to something else, and like an elevator brings down your food, like a little dumb waiter, and it opens up, and there it is. We have a clip. Do you want to see it? Let's do. It. Yeah. Let's see what we got. Yeah, you've never seen a drive-through quite like this one. This is Taco Bell Defy. Defy. Defy, right? Looks like a kind of like a bank, maybe. Is it looks like a bank. Yeah, drive-through like lanes there. So one of the lanes is traditional. You know, you order your food from the screen and then you pack it up at the window. But the other lanes are for pre-orders. You can get that via the app or. Oh, they have delivery lane just for delivery drivers. So That's what they need. Yes. It drops down from the kitchen, which is actually two you know two floors above your car taco bell hopes that it cuts down service time to two minutes or less it's brilliant how cool is that it's amazing that that they've been able to come up with and that they can drop the food down without it being destroyed right yes give me that food don't break my mexican pizza what's wrong with you people always breaking the mexican pizza all right, Mr. Jesse, you ready for some um, Judge Jesse? I-, I need your opinion. I need to hear your gavel in on this, okay? I will give my verdict. Very important, very important, okay? We'll be right back. This is Judge Jesse on the Doctor Whoever Project. I appreciate you coming down here, Mrs. Parr. What's this about? Has Dash done something wrong? Uh, he's a disruptive influence, and he openly mocks me in front of the class. He says. Look, I know it's you. He puts thumbtacks on my stool. You saw him do this? Well, that's real. No. Well, all right, Mr. Jesse. All right, so this story comes out of Tempe, Arizona, I believe. Tempe. Um, Whatever. It doesn't really matter where it is. But (laughs) in the story, some police officers were called to a domestic disturbance situation. And when they showed up, there was just a man and a woman not really doing anything they weren't really getting in trouble but when they when the police looked up the man and the woman's information in the computer just to check them out the man decided to climb over some kind of a wall and proceeds to jump into a body of water that's moving like a river or a stream or something and is washed away and the police are like saying before he does it they're like don't get in there don't jump over that wall don't you now jump in that water don't you put your toe in that water it's like a parent you know it's like and the guy gets in the water, and he drowns and dies. And the police are just there. But it's like, and people are saying for the police, um, why didn't you jump in? But uh, the police really, that's where I found this out earlier today that I was telling you uh, something that I found out. Police apparently don't have to, like, save people. It's not part of their job. And in this specifically, these police officers in this district did not have even any water rescue training. So, um, 
I got the news story. Do you want to hear the news story from uh, from the report? And then I'd sure. like to get your opinion on that. How about that, Mr. Jesse? Sounds good. I love getting your opinion on things. Body camera video from a man drowning in Tempe Town Lake last Saturday that started after police were called there for a domestic violence incident. The department released the video up until you see the man struggling in the water. After that, they put out a transcript. Take a look. Police say they were called a domestic violence incident between Sean Bakings and his wife. Officers say there was no crime, but they ran his name and found out that he had warrants. So the body camera video, you see him there on the ledge, uh, basically shows him climbing over the railing on the left side of your screen, and then he gets into the water and starts to swim away. Well, in the transcript, police say Bickings says he's drowning multiple times, begs for help. An officer says that they will not jump into the water. And the rest of the transcript is an argument between Bickings' wife and the officers as she asks them. His body was pulled from the lake later that day. Tempe Police Chief Jeff Glover called the death a tragedy, and Glover is now asking outside agencies to investigate the officer's response. All right, Mr. Jesse, what do you think based on what you've heard? I mean, I feel like I understand the officer's position, but at the same time, some part of your humanity is would, would kick in and be like, damn, I really don't want to jump in this water. But You would think it would, someone, but that's the thing. Someone it's is like, literally drowning right You don't know what their me. humanity is, you know? It's a, well, that's, that's, my, that's my thing. If someone is literally drowning in front of you, what kind of human being are you if you don't attempt to try and help them? Well, then I heard somebody else say like, well, police have all these belts on with all these heavy things. It comes off. Yeah, but I mean, how quickly... quickly. I, I really, th- uh, my thing about this is I don't think they really thought the guy was drowning or going to drown because there were things he could grab onto. And I think they really thought that he was just kind of almost mentally disabled and just jumped in the water and they were afraid that they would be pulled under. It is a, my, it, it's, my hard, is, it's a hard one, isn't my it? My thing is also like, what if this individual has some mental health issues? Oh, he does. I'm pretty sure. Um, so I want to say he was there, there unhoused member of the community so if there's a person that you know is going to commit suicide isn't it their job to save people that have mental health issues that well i think that's part of the suicide? question what is the police's role I, I, what, what do the police I, do I think, exactly i think it is their role to, to jump in and, and save this i think person. people think it is but i guarantee you and this proves it's actually it's not because the, the, people on... think it, it is but it's not just like people think we're prepared for a pandemic but we weren't you know, like I think people think a lot of things, and then well, enough to have them placed up. on leave for the time being. True, probably with pay, just just until it blows over, until nobody cares about this homeless guy any longer, and then those guys come back and get a job and a promotion. That's just how it works, unfortunately. But we'll keep you updated if it does pan out on anything, right, Mister Jesse? Mm-hmm. So was this Jesse's court or uh, Doctor? It's Jesse's court. court. I still want to hear your decision. What? Give me. What do you think? Police officers guilty you, I or gave not guilty? You my decision. You tell me how my decision was wrong. Oh, I didn't. And I just want to get from. So uh-huh. no. Okay, let's hear your decision. Guilty Dr. or not guilty? Whoever is opinionated. I'll tell you that right now. If you guys didn't know that, oh, Bernie, facts are right here. Guilty. guilty. You and your son can go home, Mrs. Parr. I'm sorry for the trouble. He can't help it, folks. Dr. Dr. Weber is very opinionated. I can't help it. He'll tell you what his opinion is when he asks for yours. That's what this show's about. All about opinions. I give an opinion. Are you ready? Are you ready for some? Uh, what are we gonna do? Let's see. What's next? It's are mad, you ready for some Mad, mad Money bunny. with Bad Bunny, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. One let's of your go. favorites, isn't it? <laughs> I do love this one. 
My mission is simple, to make you money. I'm here to level the playing field for all investors. There's always a bull market somewhere, and I promise to help you find it. Mad Money starts now. Bunny, because I was, I don't look mad, but I know that I was mad. I was mad. You know, I was trying to smile like Yeah, that didn't work. With the basket full of eggs. Yeah. No. You were an actual bad bunny. Yeah. And that's where it See? And Well, today on Mad Money with Bad Bunny, New York has just passed a bill cracking down on Bitcoin mining. This is going to be interesting. Remember how we talked about just give it a matter of time. All this crypto stuff is going to be reined in and it's going to be just like any other kind of currency where the government wants to get their little hands on it and know where it's going and everything. Um, And according to this bill, if New York passes it it will make it will it will be the first state in the country to ban blockchain technology infrastructures yeah, it, takes, it takes a lot of energy to, to mine bitcoin i think that's the one of the big issues i agree and i think they really just want to know what's going on with it and i really i think they want to stop it in any way they can if i'm being completely honest but this still has to go to like other places, like right? Isn't this just like a first step in in legislation? For for like to make this law, it's not like you know, it still has a like. I mean, it's only one state. Yeah, but it's not even actually in effect yet. I don't think is it. Yeah, it says said if she signs the bill, cracking down. So I think it it may have to go to the governor's desk. So the governor has decided. Is that what it is? Yeah, oh yeah, it says if is it Hochul, Governor Hochul? I have no idea who's the governor. It's that lady, right? The lady. Right? Isn't it? Am I wrong? Yeah, it says that it has to, the measures now head to the desk of Governor Hochul, who could sign the bill or veto it. Hmm. Well, we will see what happens with that. Uh, lawmakers are back in this legislation, say they're lurking, looking to curb the state's carbon footprint by cracking down on mines that use electricity from power plants that burn fossil fuels. So that's the thing. It's it's, it's not very green. Mm-hmm. I, th- I doubt that's the only reason why there's a lot of things that aren't green. One well, other silly NFT news. A bunch of cartoon apes have been stolen, Jesse. Oh, no. I think... Uh, these ape, these like these ape things are kind of a big deal right now. People really, uh, people really find these little these little NFTs and these apes. Um, weren't we talking about the funny Madonna one where she like she's birthing a plant or something? Yeah, yeah. But apparently, scammers are stealing these bored ape yacht club avatars <laughs> in ridiculous numbers. Uh, let's see, last year when non fungible tokens arose out of the crypto world to become something of a cultural phenomenon there was a gnarly grinning ape <laughs> i do remember these coming out um so like there were all these different apes like kind of kind of similar but all it kind of looked different and i think that what's it justin bieber bought one and uh celebrities like jimmy fallon paris hilton these people are like buying these apes but again i guess they can just get hacked and get stolen it's not a very good investment. Not a very good investment. 
What's the next one, Mr. Jesse? Crypto firms? Crypto firms. Crypto firms say that thousands of digital currencies will collapse, and they're comparing it to the dot-com burst of the early 2000s. I'm glad we haven't gotten too invested in this. We've experimented just to see, but we haven't. I think we made a little money, right? But we kind of got out of it. I think that was something that... It's like the Peloton bikes. Like This stuff is kind of... It came with the pandemic and I think is staying with the pandemic, you know? Yeah, and some interesting news. More than 45,000 Americans have applied to sponsor Ukrainian refugees in oh, the U.S. Oh, well, are we moving to world news, Mr. Jesse? All right, let's take a break oh, and let's get into some so world sorry. and politics news right here. And it's okay. It's all right. Let's get into some world and politics news. It's a good story. I like to have a little positivity. We don't have enough of that. Let's get into world and politics right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. So 45,000 Americans sponsoring Ukrainians? Yep. Oh, that's amazing. Is that recent? Is that a recent number? Oh, wow. Well, just in just over a month. Just over a month. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, 45,000 Americans have submitted an application to resettle Ukrainians displaced by the war in their homeland as part of oh. the largest U.S. private sponsorship program. Well, look at that. It says here also that just over 6,500 Ukrainians have arrived in the U.S. under... The Uniting for Ukraine program. So that's mm-hmm. good. We need a little positive story every now and then. What else we got going on, Jesse? So we have Marriott is suspending all hotel operations in Russia, citing sanctions that make it impossible to continue. That's good So the practice. sanctions, not that it's just, you know, the, the right thing to do, but the sanctions. Well, I mean, I, they should have left that out. Yeah, um, they should have. Well, moving a little further, a little further away, the Taliban, they're launching a campaign to eradicate the poppy crop. Isn't this what, like, makes, um, like, that's different kinds of drugs? That's money from. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Like, this is, like, a big deal. Like, this is actually what they make money off of selling, um, heroin. doesn't it make heroin, right? Yeah, yeah opium and heroin, right? Mm-hmm. Afghanistan and Taliban, Taliban rulers have begun a campaign to eradicate the poppy cultivation, aiming to wipe out the country's massive production of opium and heroin even as farmers fear their livelihoods will be ruined at a time of growing poverty so yeah wow like what do they have over there or nothing right i mean it's pretty barren hmm. well so what do you Af- think about this next one but i was gonna say afghanistan is the world's biggest opium opioid is it producer and is a major source of heroin in europe and asia interesting productions uh spiraled over the past 20 years despite billions of dollars spent by the u.s trying to I'm stop sure the u.s would love i'm sure the u.s would love for that to stop but i mean it does seem like they're shooting themselves in their foot right you know what else you got what else you got mm-hmm. you know mm. it's kind of like this next story biden biden's kind of telling the uh ukrainians that maybe they're gonna have to give away some land but you know they don't want to shoot themselves in the foot you know they want they want to keep their land what's the what was the point of all this if you gave up land anyway you know what i mean I, I think mean, they should hold strong. Yeah, so President Biden on Friday declined to rule out Ukraine having to cede part of its territory to Russia in order to end Moscow's more than three-month invasion. Um, which seems crazy that you, Ukraine, who's in the moral you know right position right now, would have to give away any any land to, to Russia. I know we're sending them some bigger and better weapons, so hopefully that changes the tide. But it seems like a it seems like it's almost in like slowdown mode, you know, in that war. But I mean, I don't know if it is or if it's just like 
Mo a lot of people have gotten out or it's just weird watching it. It's not what I thought a war would be like. I, I don't know. It's just not what I thought war would be like in a mo modern day. Cause I've never, I've never seen a war, you know, it still is just odd looking at it. Sometimes it just looks so old and ancient and the way it, those tanks and everything, it just, it, it looks like you're watching history footage that's live. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For it's sure. just strange. I don't know. I don't know. We're not the, we don't know anything around here. <laughs> well, the January 6th, those hearings are coming up Thursday, right, Mr. Jesse? They, they are. They're I'm right not going to lie. I'm kind of excited. <laughs> um, apparently, there's all kinds of new little things. They're, they're, they're giving some teasers. They're being smart. I heard they hired a um, entertainment executive from a network station. They're, if it's anything like what they did for the, um, was it the inauguration or not the inauguration? Was it the convention? Remember how good the convention was on yeah, TV? Yeah, really good. So good. So if it's anything like that, I mean, I think it's going to be very interesting, and I'm very excited for that. Um, and then Trump, apparently. Did you, hear how, did you hear that Trump stole all the gifts that he got from foreign dignitaries and trips for, like, the whole last year of his pregnancy? Did he? Not I mean, pregnancy, excuse me. Presidency. presidency. <laughs> I was going to let it slide, but I almost, I'm pretty sure I said pregnancy, and it came out... <laughs> He's probably pregnant. All his diet cokes give him an abortion. <laughs> but um, I guess he stole like this these monkey statues, like the see no he evil, hear no evil. Maybe that was like a sign, you know. <laughs> but I guess you're supposed to keep track, and all this stuff goes to the State Department. And anything over, I think, I don't know, it might have been something like four hundred dollars mm -hmm. supposed to be reported, and they're not property of the person; they're property of. The institution that is the presidency, but Donald Trump's like, whatever, like it's mine, bitches. It's all mine, all mine. <laughs> Why don't we go to Lithuania, Jesse? I see that. So Lithuania is inviting remote workers to work from treehouses. So the country is hoping the interest in digital nomads with unique workspaces in the past few years will bring some people over to Lithuania to spread the wealth of working remotely. That's gonna be interesting. I'm not really sure what. What's well, in Lithuania, but it looks pretty. I would <laughs> it's go. In, it's in the Baltics. I'd check it out, you know. It's, it's whatever. Why not? Why not? All right, Mr. Jesse, I got a couple discussions for you. I want to hear what you got to say about these next two topics coming up. So let's get into discussions with Jesse right here on the Dr. Ever Project. <laughs> educated Latinx political expert and way overqualified for this podcast. What are you doing over there? You fidgeting with something? I was trying to get some almonds out of that bag. <laughs> yeah. It was making too much noise. Fine. Mute your microphone. That's what you have your mute button for. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to know if you have heard because um, I know all these school disasters and everything, school shootings, you know, I don't want to talk about that all day, but I did find it interesting. Um, I was reading some articles and was talking about disasters and massacres in schools throughout history and i came across this one from may 18th 1927 in bath township michigan this uh, apparently is the first documented i guess attack on a school um 38 elementary school students were killed by the man who was the school board treasurer because he was mad about tax increases 
So he set explosives throughout the school and basically bombed the school. Isn't that crazy? So that was like the first like attack on a school in the, in the U.S.? Yeah, and then there were a couple other shootings that happened in like, I think, in the late 80s and early 90s. And then, of course, the Columbine in 1999. But I think there were like some elementary school kids that shot their their fellow school kids up in like um, in like 1989. And then something similar happened again in like the early 90s. So it's not like, I mean, there's definitely trends on this the lines show major increases and there's always a starting point for something and that's just kind of interesting that i found that is like you know it seems like that's where it kind of started and this targeting next, uh, schools this next article is kind of interesting very interesting so, right so it's saying young men guns and the prefrontal cortex prefrontal for pre prefrontal freeze what is this prefrontal cortex so to make sure everybody understood so that's like the part of your brain up here where your the forehead front is? part of your brain oh your bread or your brain your brain <laughs> eat some almonds i can tell you're chewing over there i'm, I'm hungry <laughs> but yeah so these studies that all these scientists have been doing they've looked and they can tell it's the same reason insurance companies charge young men more for car insurance because they're more dangerous they're more risky I used to do a lot more dangerous things that I do nowadays. Could you say the same thing for you, yourself, or are you more of like always been kind of safe? I've always been four years old. <laughs> I, I've always done a risk analysis in my head before I did And you should. I mean, and, and the older you get and the more mature you are. and the... my, co- my cousins were jumping off of houses. I'm like, that just doesn't seem very smart. It's going to break your neck. I'm like, why do I want to break my leg for? See, like my cousins would do things that were just kind of like gross and evil, like I had cousins, like, they would get little lizards and drop them down the, the air-conditioned thing where the fan's spinning and chop them up. And I'm like, God, you guys are a little sadic. <laughs> Evil. And a couple of them are in prison. So there you go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we should red flag some of these people. It could be so. That was easy. But nothing's that easy. So we'll see. Science, keep trucking along. Let us know how these brains be working. Because <laughs> I know I'm a little crazy. I could use, I could use some help with my brain, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, you ready to zip through the news, Mr. Jesse? Let's roll. All right, let's zip through this news. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. It happened on one of them zippity doodah days. Now, that's the kind of day when you can't open your mouth without a song jump right out of it. Zippity doodah, zip day. My, oh, my, what a wonderful day. Well, this man, he gets to not have a wonderful day because he was angry at his girlfriend, decided to go into a museum of art in Dallas, Texas, and just start smashing a bunch of random shit. Not random shit. $5.2 million worth of random shit. Random artifacts and property that belong to people. Brian, why does his name gotta be that? Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Brian Hernandez, age 21 on Wednesday night. We have security footage of him outside and going in at 9.40. And then the massacre of the art began. Mm-hmm. And, and in good news, New York is set to raise the age of buying semi-automatic rifles from 18 to 21. Good job. It's about time. Yeah, and retired officer arrested outside U.S. Capitol with body armor, ammo, and fake Interpol badge. Some guy was arrested today outside of Brett Kavanaugh's house. He, like, tried to go in and basically kill Brett Kavanaugh, the Supreme Court judge. 
And like, he's one of the Republicans. So it's like a crazy liberal going after one of the crazy Republicans. That's what I'm saying. It's like, there's nutcases on both sides. You know, it's like, nutties are everywhere. Yeah, Um, nearly, nearly half of families with kids no longer can no longer afford five months of food after five months of the child tax credit. You get used to that kind of stuff, right? You get used to having all that money coming in and then you don't have it anymore. It's a problem. Yeah, so a few families uh, like this family, Stormy Johnson has been skipping her own meals so her kids can eat. Mm. Um, And it's pretty pretty sad news. Uh, In other news, Chris Jacob drops re-election bid after bucking his party on guns. Yeah, so he came out against the mass shootings in Buffalo, Uvalde, and all over the place. And he got such backlash for that after even what has happened that this guy literally had to drop out of the running for election. Isn't that crazy? And that's the problem I think we're having with uh, Republicans is that even if, you know, someone in your party comes up with some common sense changes that really needs to happen in the country, they just eat them alive. Mm-hmm. So we're really at this point where there's no there's no movement for change when it comes to, to gun reform. Mm. Well, and speaking of Supreme Court justices, uh, we got Brett Kavanaugh. Who else is on there? Amy Comey Barrett. Yep, Sonia Sotomayor. What was that? R- what is it? Um, RBG, R- RBG, RIP. She's she's gone. RIP, RPG. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, these but... upcoming upcoming cases, they're going to be ruling on guns, and it's going to be interesting after all the things that have happened recently. If they basically say you can have guns wherever, whenever you want, like they are doing in some places where you can just carry a gun, carry a machine gun, basically, out in the open without any kind of permit or any kind of training. Those are the things they want to they have. That's what they want to do. The good guy with the gun is going to, you know, like, going to, like, uh, stop, like, a bad guy with a gun. Headshot. But, um, whatever. Biden takes a massive approval rating hit. Don't, wasn't this, like, the story we had, like, last month, too? Yeah. <laughs> Biden can't get a break, you know? Everybody blame Biden because it's Biden's fault for everything. It's Biden's fault for the baby formula. It's Biden's fault for the gas. It's, it's, Biden's, it's not Biden's fault for everything, you know? He can't be blamed for all this. Yeah, and Uvalde parents and school staffers start legal action against gun makers. Yeah, because this year, the Sandy Hook parents won a huge case against, I believe it was Remington. So that sets kind of a precedent for, you know, in the future, um, these these school shootings to actually kind of have some legal monetary action they can they can take afterwards you know which makes sense i mean that's what same oh, ha- yeah. thing that happened with tobacco company they got sued as soon as people start getting lung cancer hell yeah all right jesse let's go to some north carolina news north carolina silly south news oh we got a dog in the news in north carolina let's get into it silly south right here on the doctor whoever project ever come to North Carolina, folks, y'all better, uh, y'all better have your ducks in a row and uh, be prepared to not be amazed. Y'all be cool, stay classy. I love everywhere in the world but North Carolina. Y'all got a special, special spot in my heart. Y'all crazy. I fit right in here. Love y'all. If I didn't live here, I'd move, wouldn't you? A lot of white people talk around here, I guess it'd be what, more like you call hillbilly style or something, I guess. I don't know, just mountain talk. Mountain talk. Well, in the mountain talk, this North Carolina attorney 
suggest a barking dog to just have his vocal cords removed, Jesse. Crazy. I think you've thought the same thing about Odie before. Once you start barking. Uh, shut off with your head. <laughs> All right, let's play the story. I just love this guy's accent. I listened to the first, like, couple seconds of it, and it was just so funny. I was like, I have to play this for Mr. Jesse. Um, but, like... What a what a silly request. But I actually know somebody who adopted a Chihuahua in college, and the previous owner had had the dog's uh, vocal cords removed. So it's something that actually happens. Hmm. Shame, people. This morning, <laughs> that bark causing controversy in Graham County, North Carolina. Leo, uh, bark does travel, but it's just like I mean, it's just because he's 120 pounds. Neighbors of seven-year-old Leo, a great Pyrenees, have complained about his barking so much that his owner, Michael Luddings, has paid $750 in noise violation citations and attorney's fees. I have a neighbor that has three or four dogs that bark. My neighbor across the street has dogs that bark, so I think, you know, Signaling us out for one dog is a little ridiculous. Those citations forcing Eddings to go to court, and the assistant district attorney had a suggestion on how to solve the problem. Said that uh, if you have the dog's vocal cords removed surgically, they would drop all charges. It is crazy. It is huma- inhumane. Removing the dog's insane. vocal cords is a surgery. Look at this old dog of a little head. Looks like a monster. monster. It's banned in Ohio, Massachusetts, Maryland, and New Jersey. Oh, so it's unless banned. Unless it's deemed medically necessary and must be performed by a Should licensed veterinarian using. Well, what I think I, I what I found funny about this one is because like so like that's this is something my dad would be like. My dad always wanted to live out in the middle of nowhere so he could, like, not have people bother him. But he would be the first person to complain about somebody's dog barking. But you live out in the middle of nowhere. You know, what do you expect? Dogs and cows and chickens and all kinds of shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Happy Pride, people. Happy Pride. Let's get into some LGBTQ plus news. How about that, Mr. Jesse? Let's roll. LGBTQ Pride right here on Doctor Whoever. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. Yeah! LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. Like feminine? Are you more like masculine? feminine? I can already tell when you open your, your mouth, the rainbow fell out. <laughs> okay, girl, bye. Bye. Most Americans are repelled by the mere notion of homosexuality. The CBS News survey shows that two out of three Americans look upon homosexuals with disdain. No, you can't pray the gay away. And gay days are returning to. The most wonderful place on earth, Mr. Jesse. Where's that? Chipotle. Disney, Mr. Jesse. Oh, it's close. (laughs) So, Gay Days. Apparently, it is official. I always heard it wasn't official. But I guess when they saw they could, you know, get all the money from all the gays, they were like, all right, let's just make it official. So, the Disney Gay Days are returning. Do you know when they even are? During Pride, right? I guess I would assume it's sometime this month, but I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure when they are. I've been to Disney so many times, but I don't know if I've ever actually been during the gay days or not. I just don't know if I any day you're there. I, that's what I'm saying. Day. Like I just don't know if I need to go on a specific. And I think you're supposed to wear red, and I just don't like wearing red. So oh god, it's <laughs> not for me. The struggles, All of it. the struggles people impose on you, brothers and sisters. <laughs> Tell us about this Kuwait summons of top U.S. diplomat. Well, Jesse, let's see. What do we have going on in Kuwait? Around the world, top U.S. diplomats on Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, 
Apparently, they uh, tweeted from the American Embassy expressing support for the LGBTQ rights. And I guess they didn't really like that too much over there. Yeah, so in a tweet Thursday morning, the U.S. Embassy in Kuwait celebrated the start of Pride Month, sharing a message from President Joe Biden in support of LGBTQ rights. All humans... Well, I lost, I lost my little... I got it. I got it. What do we have? A tweet from Mr. Biden yeah, over here? All humans should be treated with respect and dignity and shall be able to live without fear no matter who they are and who they love. The tweet uh, was, was quoted as saying... And um, apparently in the hours after the post went up, the Kuwaiti Ministry of Foreign Affairs rejected the sentiments, sharing in a tweet as well, of course, you know, because you got to share, you know, you have to have your opposing tweet. So apparently they shared in their tweet as well, um, just being a little hostile. I don't know if I have their tweet, though, but apparently they did not agree with what was said from Joe Biden on behalf of the Kuwaiti nation. (laughs) I don't That's know. Sad. I feel bad for the for the gay people that live in Kuwait. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not quite sure where that is. Help me. Kuwait's in the Middle East. Middle East. Is that one of those like countries that's kind of very nice and very rich and stuff? No. You know. No. no? Uh, but Kuwait, uh, same sex sexual activity between men and men is criminalized. Oh, with really? A sentence including a maximum penalty of seven years imprisonment, according to Human Dignity Trust. A nonprofit organized based in London. I mean, that's just six until, months away here in America, too. Yeah, I mean, up you until know. this year, it was also a criminal offense to be a trans person in Kuwait. A court overturned the law as unconstitutional just in February. Oh wow! Well, so goodness. people within the LGBT community that organizers say are really Muslim over there. To discrimination, and violence in Kuwait. Oh goodness! Well, get it together, Kuwait. Right. Yeah, one, one day when we don't need all the oil, we'll be able to like. We'll be able to say more stuff, you know what I mean? But right now, we have to play nice. Like, um, Biden's, you know, bowing down to Saudi Arabia right now after they after he said he would make them a pariah because we need their oil because of the war with Russia. I mean, it's just reality, people. Reality. How about some weird science, Mr. Jesse? Let's roll. Let's get into some weird science right here on the Dr. Ever Project, and I'm getting hungry as well. Bless your heart, Mr. Jesse. Well, monkeypox. Monkeypox is apparently not going away as quickly as people thought it would, Jesse, and it's making people a little bit worried about the the state of our vaccinations here in America, because this outbreak shouldn't really be happening um, if people were vaccinated properly. So they're, they're saying that this might show some holes in our current healthcare infrastructure now with more than 643 cases of monkeypox in dozens of countries, Jesse. I'm not looking forward to that. Mm. The World Health Organization Director General Tedros said on Wednesday that the virus has been circulating for decades in some places, including parts of the West and Central Africa. So be careful out there with that monkeypox. But also, if you wonder why people are getting that COVID when they've already been boosted, I think we can help you out with that, can't we, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, tell us about that. I'm curious myself. Well, as COVID cases begin to accelerate again this spring, federal data suggests Tons of breakthrough COVID infections. So what I think is happening is 
people were getting vaccinated early and then they'll come across a different variant that they might not have already had and then they're catching COVID and it's being very minor to them and just basically not really causing them any issues, but they are becoming COVID positive. Um, I think that's really just the thing because there's so many variants and so many people got vaccinated in the beginning, but they might have got vaccinated. They might have not gotten vaccinated the second, third or fourth time. I mean, because I mean, how many freaking vaccines do you need at some point? I feel like, but have you seen the, um, the next interesting article about the startup turning cremated ashes into decorative stones? No, uh, is this the meet the 30 year old startup? Yes. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, into decorative stones. This is cool. And this needs to, like, if you get someone cremated or an animal cremated or whatever, um, you can have it kind of compressed into these almost like river, river-like river stones and kind of carry it around or set it on a shelf in the house. And it's just, I don't know, it's a little bit more pleasant, I think, and appealing than a bowl of ashes. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Plus, it gives people different options. You know, mm-hmm. people, people grieve differently. Very true. Some people, that'd be easier to carry around in your pocket or something yeah. like that. Making into a piece of jewelry. And speaking about not dying, uh, some fun experimental drug could change the field of cancer research. I think you have a video on that, don't I you? I do have this video. Let's play the news story. It's um, This is a very interesting study on anal cancer. Well, we are back 744 this morning with In-Depth Today and some very hopeful news for the tens of thousands of Americans who are diagnosed every year with rectal cancer. It's one of the most lethal kinds. Well, in a new study, an immunotherapy drug delivered unheard of results. Every single patient involved in this trial seemingly cured. That headline just grabbed us. NBC medical contributor Dr. Natalie Azar joins us with what we need to know. Dr. Azar, when I saw this headline, I was like, this is a miracle. This is what we've been waiting for. It's a small group, just 12 people, but what does this particular study... I know, Hoda. I'm so happy to be reporting this this morning. So this was immunotherapy that is used in uh, what's called locally advanced rectal cancer. So that's stage two or stage three. That means it's gone to the lymph node, hasn't metastasized. And the standard of care for this kind of cancer usually involves chemotherapy, radiation, and then surgery, which, as you can imagine, leaves people with significant disability. Mm-hmm. And only about 25% of those folks will, will have a, a clinical remission. With this immunotherapy, the patients that they study, they want to enroll 30, they've enrolled 16, we have data on 12, all 12 of them experienced a complete clinical remission. 100% cure. Isn't that amazing? It's like, you know, you almost want to say that again, because yes, it's a small number, but that's 100%. Yeah. So from like, what I I took from it as being, you know, I'm not like some genius or anything on this, but like all these people, their cancer had some kind of mutation or they had some kind of mutation and they were able to basically create a virus that was able to go after the specific mutation and eat away at the cancer. That's probably not exactly correct, but, you know, I'm trying to make it easy that as possible. That was easy. Yeah, fascinating, so I mean, right? Well, I mean, the thing with, with cancer is that it mutates so much, and when you introduce a certain type of, of drug to suppress the cancer mm-hmm. from growing or the cancer cells from reproducing, it actually adapts so quickly that a lot of immunotherapies that are out there actually aren't as effective um, with curing cancer, or there isn't a cure for cancer, uh-huh. I should say. So, and it, and the thing is, like, 
each cancer is uniquely different. You're not just fighting, say you have rectal cancer mm -hmm. or you have lung cancer. They're not the same thing. It's a, it's a different form of cancer. So it requires a different drug to, to treat that cancer. So that's why everybody evokes and why isn't there a cure? It's so complex. It's, it's constantly mutating um, to everything that we've, we've kind of thrown at it. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where it's constantly adapting. And so seeing some type of experimental Pretty drug amazing, that right? actually has had the ability to cure cancer is, is groundbreaking. It kind of shows like all that research and all the money and all these scientists, they're, they're, they're doing something, people. They out there doing something. Don't you worry. Yeah, I remember taking a cancer, it was literally a cancer course in, in college to really teach you the fundamentals of what causes cancer, what doesn't cause cancer. Like your famous thing is you like to talk about how the artificial artificial sweetener is Yeah, not. I mean, artificial sweetener. So apparently back in the days, the artificial sweetener was giving given to, to rats. Mm -hmm. And the rats, you know, showed, you know, signs of cancer. But it was because they were giving them so much cancer. I mean, so much uh, saccharin or so much artificial sugar that any normal person would you know, get cancer. So unless you're, so what I was told is unless you're eating 50 to 60 pounds of artificial sugar every single day, you're not going to get cancer. In your face, sucker! So you're, Who's you're, eating that much? You're safe with your Diet Cokes. Only me and Donald you might, Trump. You might get there with all the Diet Cokes All those Diet Cokes. Mm. Yes! Come on, Donald. Give me a Diet Coke. How about we get into some money news, Mr. Jesse? Let's roll. One million, two million, three million, four! Look. My bitches all bad, my niggas all real. I ride in dick and some big tall hills, big fat checks, big large bills, run out flip like ten car wheels. I get rock chills, send it for looks and my looks all kill. I guess I'm in the mouth. We're a little glitchy today, I don't like it. The internet's not good. We'll do anything, we're down for groups. After taking some dudes from behind. I don't want to be such a good mood today. This is unusual, isn't it? It's the drugs. <laughs> Well, maybe I'm happy because I'm not a Gen Z, but I'm a millennial, and I figured this out before the Gen Zs did. Your life, your life should be your full-time job. Your job should just be a side gig. That's how I've always tried to treat my life. Like, I want to live my life. I don't want to always be, like, doing a job and worrying about a job all the time. I've always tried to, like, have a job that I can implement around my life and have fun, you know, working somewhat at the same time and... Hopped around from job to job. If somebody pissed me off, I'm like, bye. I'll move on to something else, you know? <laughs> I just think it's like, it's a new thing about our society. And the old generation is jealous. We had this conversation. I love when I we, I love when I talk about something and then I like see it in print in a much more articulate way and black and white. And I'm like, yeah, look, see, it's, it's, it's telling me. Um, it's telling me that I'm right. Um, this 24-year-old, she has a full-time job and she calls that her life. Um, but she is also working a nine-to-five marketing job, but she makes it a fun job. She implements the job around her life and makes her job a part of her life, but it's ultimately your life. And if you don't like your job, move on. If you think you're not getting paid enough, find somebody else that'll pay you. This is the time to change, people. Right, Mr. Jesse? Get paid. Yes, sir. My sister's getting paid. I'm getting paid. We're all getting paid right now. It's about time. And you're going to need to make some money because... The real estate market, it's still not dying down here in Vegas, is it? No, it's, it's red hot. We're not, I don't think we're, uh, what, what, I read an article, it said we've, we've le went down from like, what was it? It was something, we went from a something to a sizzle, I don't know, it was funny. <laughs> but um, people were like actually getting all upset, like apparently the process of buying a home, 
this report says has led 65 65% of people to tears. I mean, it kind of makes sense because it is, it is you, difficult. you've gone through the whole process of, you know, getting qualified for a home, saving all the money to buy a home, putting offers on homes that you really want to, to move into mm-hmm. and then just not getting the home because, you know, people are offering substantially more amounts of money or they're paying all cash. It, it would get emotionally draining because especially if you're you're renting an apartment and you're trying to really get out of there, you're you're trying to get out of your lease. Mm-hmm. And then what are you gonna do? Are you gonna extend your lease if you pay if you go month to month? You know how much more of that People is. People are just like crashing now and not so, leaving. So I mean it's so so difficult to to just sit back and not get get a house anymore because interest rates are going up mm-hmm. and how renting rental prices are going we, up. We got so lucky. We were the right place, right time, right house, right, right Jesse, right Jesse, right stuff in the bank, right credit score. Like everything fell into place in the right way, and we scraped by and we barely got it. But I mean, we did. It was amazing, and it's I still some days like be like, God, we are just so lucky. But um, buying a home for so many has become so challenging that half of Americans have reported crying at least once while going through the process, according to Zillow. Yeah. Uh, the report found that 65% of Gen Z buyers and 61% of millennials reported crying. Yep. And ah. and going into our next story, speaking about crying, so Amazon right now is going after Tesla employees that are mm-hmm. crying over the way Elon Musk has been acting lately. I would be too. This is ridiculous. And so recruiters at major companies like Amazon are going after Tesla employees angered by Elon Musk's return to office demand. Silly. If the Emperor of Mars doesn't want you, <laughs> I'll be happy to bring you over. That's so, good. Yes. That's a good one. We've got to this point where, you know, people are happy working from home. And, you know, Amazon's saying if he wants to try and get you back in the office, we'll keep you remote and work. you can work for Amazon. Make your little Teslas and shoot your little rockets and let people work from home, Mr. Elon. Ridiculous. Mm. Well, Biden's coming out and saying, I can't do nothing, people. I'm just the president. <laughs> but it's true. Biden says, there's nothing I can do about food prices and gas prices. We are a free market society. So it's kind of, like I said, I think we talked about this a couple days ago. It's like everybody wants to bitch about communism, and, but now they want to complain about Biden. The prices are too high. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that communism if Biden were to be like, okay, I'm going to make all gas $2.95 now. Is that not communism? Yeah. So what do they want him to do exactly? What do you, what do we, I mean, do you, is there, is there things they can really do? I mean, can they, should they drop the gas tax nationwide? Should that be something they do? I mean, they're they're thinking about some of those, you know, taxes right there. But I mean, what is, you know, the tax in relation to what the price of the gas really is? They say the tax is even forty or fifty cents, and gas is seven dollars. I mean, it's still seven dollars. I mean, not seven fifty. So that's a lot. Well, Biden says there is a lot going on right now, but the idea that we're going to be able to click a switch, bring down costs of gasoline, is not likely in the near term. Nor is it with regard to food um you know and it's true i mean nobody's i mean people did think we were going to go to war with russia but nobody expected us to and right out of covid and just everything turmoil in the world all leads to but this this just shows that not enough americans are paying goddamn attention to what's going on in the world or they would understand how things work this is a good wake-up call for people to watch some news and 
you know, stop scrolling on TikTok and see what's going on, see what's going on in the real world and how things affect each other and how we're all global citizens and we, we all, we're all affected by each other in some way. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, you got anything else, Mr. Jesse? Oh, I think we do have one more story. Yeah, so if you're struggling to pay gas, maybe you should be canceling some of your subscriptions. Cancel it. According to, to a survey here, you people are spending on average $133 more than they realize a month, according to a new study. Uh, so a study found that people underestimate how much they actually spend on some of their reoccurring subscriptions. Not I. Mm-mm. I go and I'd be canceling, cancel. Oh, you're the liar. You're the one that adds all kinds of stuff. I like having watch. them, but I cancel things too. Uh-huh. I think we're still paying for some AMC channel that no one watches. Oh, let me let me get on that and see what's yeah, going on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, how about some local Las Vegas news? Let's then we'll go. wrap it up, Mr. Jesse. Let's go. All right, look out, Las Vegas. Well, the city of North Las Vegas, Jesse, I was actually just at the, the city hall building the other day and got got lost in the parking lot and couldn't get out. It was a very, very poorly designed parking lot. <laughs> yeah, so North Las Vegas is announcing a new walkable commercial district area coming to the downtown area. It has a stupid and name. Not, and if you're not familiar with where downtown North Las Vegas is, yeah, where is you're, it? <laughs> you're not alone, but let's, let's, I want to say, where let, is let's, it? let's hear a news clip. Oh, I have a news clip. Oh, the city oh. of North Las Vegas oh, you have a news is lacking a walkable downtown area full of businesses, and now it's coming. City officials announced the North Las Vegas Gateway Project today. Gateway and project. here are some renderings so you can get an idea of their vision. And I'm told it will cost upwards of $150 million and serve as the downtown spot with plazas and several businesses, including local entrepreneurs, national retailers, and medical groups. Now, officials say it will create upwards of 1,000 jobs for the area, too, and provide a space for citizens to enjoy. And I'm told the city has been working on this project for years, wanting to transform the downtown it's a good area. Idea. Yeah. Like the cities of yeah. Las Vegas and Henderson have recently done. The mock-ups look cool if that's what it's going to look like. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that's in need. North Las Vegas is oh, yeah. a huge, huge city. And there really isn't a place like you would there's find no culture in, to in it. Summerlin or Las Vegas where there's an area where everybody kind of comes together. Uh, needs and shops and, you know, eats and walks around. Identity, that's what it yeah, means. I don't like the name, though. The gateway. I don't like the name. The name's stupid. But other than that, it's okay. Well, in other Las Vegas news, wedding chapels have received a cease and desist order. Oh, no. From Elvis Presley's estate. Back from the grave. <laughs> Some wedding chapels in Las Vegas are saying, no more no more Elvis for you, apparently. Um, but I think there's been some kind of agreement, and this, the estate is going to get some money, and everybody's going to get paid, and we're all going to be happy, and you can get your you can get your wedding with Elvis, don't you worry, here in Vegas, right? That's part of what Vegas is all about. What's Vegas without Elvis? We didn't want that, though. I was like, that's too much. That's a little tacky. Be happy. Be happy Elvis is staying in the wedding chapel. I love it. 
Somebody's having fun today. Are you having, are you having a better better day on the show today? Was it more relaxing today? I'm on a I better. Have a, I always have a good time. I'm on a better mood. Are you ready to wrap it up, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. Let's roll. All right, let's wrap it up right here on the Dr. Rever Project. We got Nipsey Hustle Trial Begins. Let's see what's going on with that, Mr. Jesse. All right, well, I remember when this rapper guy died, um, Nipsey Hussle. I'd never really heard of him before until uh, until he was shot. Um, but it looks like his trial began a couple of days ago, Jesse. Do you know anything about this? Um, I've really been paying attention, but I know who Nipsey Hussle is. Yeah, well, it looks like, uh, according to the reports, the Supreme Court of California, Los Angeles, had, had, had marked June 2nd as the beginning date for the jury trial of Eric... Ronald Holder Jr., um, and I guess for the myrtle of Nipsey Hussle. Um, so we'll find out what happens with that. But I know it was postponed due to COVID and everything. Um, but it looks like the lawyer he has is the same lawyer OJ Simpson had back in 1995. Mm. That's interesting. Interesting indeed. Well, we'll find out what goes on with that because that was a big story when that guy died. I remember it was like all over the place because I was like, who in the hell is Nipsey Hussle? Remember, I was like, I don't know who the guy. You're so white. All right. Well, if you stuck it out for the whole show, we appreciate it so much. Um, we want you to check us out on all the different Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Breakers of the World. Wherever you might find amazing podcasts like ours. And always check us out at drrever.com. We have our live Facebook video streaming on the Dr. Ever Facebook page as well. You got anything else you want to throw out, Mr. Jesse? No, it's good talking to you guys. I'll talk to you guys very soon. I should get you like a uh, input so you can actually play stuff into the system over here. If you want to be able to play stuff, that'd be a, would you like that? You can play stuff right directly into the system. Sure. That'd be kind of cool. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up right here on the Dr. Ever Project. We are going to be starting a new podcast, Gay Las Vegas. We're going to be recording that first one this week. It's going to be all about Las Vegas, LGBTQ haunts, all the different LGBTQ organizations, and what's going on here, top and bottom here in Las Vegas. We're having a, this is a bad internet day, Mr. Jesse. I see that. I don't think that's a good idea. And you want some tunes? You better wrap it up. You better wrap that gavel up, E. All right, thanks for hanging out with us today. All right, later. See ya. Bye. They look at me like I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me.
and then I'll give him the peace. I'm out. Fucker, tell me shit, nigga. nigga, nigga.